Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey guys, Stefan here from ProjectLifeMaster.com. Today I'm very excited to interview a good friend of mine, Yaya Bakar. Yaya is a motivational speaker, he's a life coach, he is a family advisor and a youth mentor. And I actually known Yaya, I think, for a little over a year now, and uh, we just got to know each other on Facebook. You know, I don't even know how I found you, but I was really inspired by what you're doing and what you're talking about. Um, you've got a successful YouTube channel where you share a lot of powerful advice. Uh, with people and just how to live your best life. And man, I'm just so stoked to uh, to talk to you today and ask you a bunch of questions. So welcome to the interview. Dude, thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure and honor, bro. I'm humbled. Awesome. So dude, tell me about uh, just your story. Like you have a pretty remarkable story doing what you do, motivational speaker traveling around North America, speaking to students and everything. Do you want to share just how you got into that? Ah, uh, yeah. Where do I start? So I was planning on becoming a doctor. Right. So I went to college becoming a doctor and um, and I realized at 15 credits short of graduation, I realized like my heart wasn't in it. So I just said, fuck it. I dropped out. And um, and there was a, a period where I was just lost. So it was probably like a two month to three month period. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And at that time, I was in, in Iowa. I went to university in Iowa and uh, I moved to New Jersey where my father was staying at the time. And my girlfriend at the time was now my wife. Um, they were staying there. So I decided to go back and I had a falling out with my father once I told him and it was just, it was just bad, really, really bad. And, uh, I had no place to live. And one of my friends heard about my situation. He brought me into his home and he just noticed that I was super depressed. I was confused, uncertain about, I was a type of guy, like a, you know, a type A personality where I had everything figured out in my life. I knew what I wanted to do. I was, I was preparing to take the MCATs and the DATs. I, I, just, I had everything figured out. And then all of a sudden, boom, my whole reality just changed. And so uh, he suggested, my, one of my friends, he was like, dude, you should speak to young people. You should share your story. And I thought that was the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. So I was just like, yeah, okay. I, I slept on it. Next day, I just went on, on Google and I typed in speaking to young people. And I found this... Uh, this website where they, you know, they teach people um, how to make an impact on an income speaking to young people. Right. And so I got involved. I immediately invested in the, in the program. And at, at that time, I also invested in uh, Tony Robbins' coaching program. So I got involved with that about four years ago. And this was at a time where I, had, I, had, I literally had $7 total in my bank. And I, had, I, was, I, I left. I didn't even graduate, dude. I left with $40,000 of debt. And, um, and I just figured out, I was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. I got a job as a waiter, took all the money that I got there, reinvested it into both of those programs for speaking and for coaching. And within a year, I started traveling across the country, sharing my, my story and my message and it has evolved. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's where I'm at now. That's awesome, man. That's so inspiring. 
Thank what, you, dude. what made you want to make that shift in your life in terms of like you're going down this path to being a doctor? Do you just realize that it, it didn't feel right? Like it wasn't congruent with what your purpose was or like what made you make that shift? Whew, that's bro. That's such a, um, that's such a profound question. And the answer to that is not as simple as I would like it to be. Right. Right. Because so many of us, you know, I don't, you know, the majority of us today growing up in this generation, we have all this pressure, yeah. right? Where you have to figure out what you, you, you need to do, you know, what your purpose is in life, you know, and have all that figured out. And so in the process of the conditioning, as you're growing up, you form this identity of your beliefs, your wants and your desires. Yeah. Right. And so you, you think that's who you are, but when you start becoming more aware of who you are and you start peeling away the layers of lies and the fears that you've been holding on to for so long, you come to the root of the onion, right? You know, the, the, the core of it yeah. and all that's left with is you. And I think at that point in my life, I was developing a really powerful relationship with myself. I was becoming more intimate with myself, getting closer with myself, understanding, you know, who am I, you know, what do I really want outside of my family and, and everybody else's agenda, you know? And that's kind of like when it hit me, it was like, oh shit, all I know is that this is not for me anymore. And it came out of the blue. It wasn't something like, you know, oh, this is what I want. And now I'm changing it because of that. You know, all I knew is that something was out of integrity in that moment. So I had to, I had to shift. So yeah, dude, I, I don't know if I answered your question because I go on rant sometimes, but let me know if I can go off track. <laughs> No, dude, that's, that's powerful. And I think, you know, one of the reasons I ask, I think a lot of, you know, young people or anyone really, um, they're a little bit unclear, you know, like they're pursuing this one path because they think that's what they are supposed to do. They have pressure from their family, their parents, their peers, you know, everyone else is going to university or whatever it is. And the fact that you, you know, you're going down that path as well, and then you decided to go in this totally different direction, which was against, you know, your you know, your father wasn't happy with it. And I'm sure other people right. as well. It takes so much courage to do that. And mm. I think that's one thing I admire so much in you, man, is, you know, if any of you guys watch his YouTube channel, you know, yeah, yeah, you got to be one of those courageous people I've seen because you express yourself so authentically with so much vulnerability. And I think it started, you know, when you made that decision to pursue your purpose and do something differently. So any advice for people that are maybe, you know, in a similar situation as you were a few years ago that maybe they have this pressure from others to become a doctor or whatever it is, but they know deep down that's really not what they're meant to do. To Yeah. Um, get to know yourself more. That's what I would say. You know, my, it's, it's not like this happened to me overnight, right? Yeah. Um, although it might sound like that. Once you get to know me more, for those of you who visit my YouTube channel and you get to see me, like, I'm an open book. I empty out my pockets. I got nothing to hide like you said, which I appreciate. Um, but my path, my journey in, in self-discovery started when I was 14, 15 years old, you know, and, um, you know, I grew up in a very religious family. I grew up in an Islamic culture at the time. And, uh, it's that path of seeking the truth led me to where I am in so many different areas, you know, and it was kind of like a progression over time. It was like a slow, slow process of peeling away, peeling away, peeling away until I, I reached um, the peak, you know, the top, the climax of it. And that's kind of kind of what hit me. So for those of you who are out there who are struggling, maybe you don't know who you are. Um, maybe you feel pressured by the demands and expectations of that are being placed 
by yourself, your family, the people who claim to love you, maybe your friends, whoever the case may be. But there's something about you just feels trapped and stuck. Yeah. When you're in that space, really give yourself the permission to go deep, go inward, and allow yourself to ask, you know, what's really showing up for me? Why am I feeling like this? I know, I know, you know, Stefan, you and I were familiar with Tony Robbins' work, and he, he's very famous for helping people change their state, which is very, very resourceful, and, and I love it when, it when it comes time for a crisis, right? Yeah. But there is value, and in my opinion, this is my belief, of course, take what works throughout what doesn't, there is value in emotional states like depression, like confusion, and what, what helps, the, the reason why there's value is because it's, it's giving you the space to go inward, to get to know yourself. And when you go inward and you start to examine and explore and experience and express the deeper parts of you that you never were aware of, then you start living your truth more authentically. It's not like there's a blueprint to it. The blueprint, well, I guess if there is a blueprint, is love yourself, yeah. know yourself. Yeah. And as you go deeper into the darkness, you embrace the shadows, the, the areas that you don't, you know, you don't openly express to others or you don't accept um, you're afraid to show. Once you start doing that, naturally you become a shining example for yourself. And by expressing that, people automatically feel that and you become magnetic and they feel like they have the permission to do, the, to do so for yourself. Your purpose, your courage, your self-esteem, your confidence, your motivation is a byproduct of that specific process. And you can't rush the process. You got to be patient with yourself. No need to push the river. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, I can relate to this too because when I was young, um, I always, my dad, we had a family business and my brother and my sister, we all worked in the family business and my dad's dream for us was to eventually take over the family business. And so when, you know, when I was a kid and everything, I'd have to go and work for my dad and I hated it. You know, I hated working, you know, weekends, my summer breaks were all working and, um, you know, once I started to get to like 19, 20 years old, I just knew that wasn't really what I wanted. And even though I would have made a lot of money doing it, I wouldn't have been happy. And mm. I wouldn't have been congruent and I wouldn't have been um, in integrity with myself to express the real gifts that I have in this world. And so it was a difficult decision for me to actually break away from that and go down my own path. Mm. And I think, you know, as you expressed, the courage of that is powerful. But my next question, I don't know if you already answered this or not, but just in terms of discovering your purpose, mm. you know, you said how, you know, get to know yourself more and everything. Is there anything else that people can do or anything that's helped you to discover your purpose and also to live that purpose? Wonderful question. Um, so for those of you who don't really know me, which would be probably most of you, um, my name in Arabic, Yahya, it's actually pronounced Yahya, but Yahya is uh, translated in Arabic to, to live. To live, basically, to live life, so to speak. And when you know, when I travel across the country and I share my message, I, I share my message of the you know the, the obstacles I had to overcome to get to where I am. I share my message of me reuniting with my birth mother, me um, marrying my high school sweetheart. Like I share those kind of stories with them. Um, there is a framework that I use to live my life by. And if you look at the word, um, if you look at the words love inspire, forgive, and empower, and you take the first letters of those words, you get L-I-F-E, which spells life. So for me, my mantra and everything that I do, if there's a foundation, 
It's to love, it's to inspire, to forgive, and to empower. And I believe that the moment we start to love ourselves, that's the moment we love others, that's the moment we inspire others, that's the moment we forgive and empower others to live the best life possible. And so, so for those of you who are out there who are confused about trying to find your purpose, use that framework, the L-I-F-E framework to live your best life. And obviously you can change it, but I'm just sharing what has worked for me in the process. And, um, and, and also realize that you can't really find your purpose. I know this is kind of, a lot of people ask the question, you know, how do I find my purpose? You can't find your purpose. You, you create your purpose. You give, like somebody once asked me, you know, Yaya, what is the meaning of life, right? And I just told them straight up. I was like, there, there is no meaning to life. Life is meaningless. It's yeah. the meaning that you give to life that makes it meaningful, yeah. you know, which is, that's basically what I did, even with my name, even with the acronym life. I gave it meaning. So now I'm, I'm living, instead of thinking that life is happening to me, it's happening for me. And I'm giving it that, that energy. And so for those of you who are out there and you feel like, oh, I'm so confused, I don't know what to do, use that gap of confusion, use it to your advantage, leverage it, be with it, fall in love with it, get connected to it. And as you do that, you start finding ways to create more meaning for it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you're the master of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to master it, realize that it's in your hands. Yeah. You know? And so, I, yeah. Dude, I think a lot of people too, they're, they like spend their whole life trying to find their purpose and it, it just never shows up, right? And they just think mm-hmm. that something has to happen for them to finally live with a purpose. And I've often right. said to people, like, just decide on something. It might... Your purpose can evolve. It can change. You right. Know, right now, if your purpose is to love, great. That's the purpose for you right now. And then it can evolve into something greater or more depending on the different stages that you are. But right. to not have a purpose and to be purposeless, you know, is horrible. Like I, I just pick something and I think – and, you know, this kind of goes into one thing I want to talk about as well. And I know you've got a YouTube video up on it also was I think a lot of people, they're a perfectionist on that stuff (laughs) and they're a perfectionist not just about like the perfect purpose that their life has to represent but they're a perfectionist in almost everything in their life and it stops them from living their life fully and they beat themselves up so any advice you can give around that yeah actually I'll I'll speak to both the perfectionists and the people pleasers sure the the root it's a cycle it's a crazy eight it's a crazy eight you got the perfectionists on one side and you got the people pleasers on, on the other and actually we both have these these very um, aggressive and passive personalities about us. And, and they fluctuate depending on the seasons of our life and at developmental stages. So um, the issue, the root of the need to please improve yourself or to perfect yourself comes from a feeling of a lack of worth. You, a part of you doesn't feel worthy. You know? And so you constantly have to try to prove yourself, prove yourself, prove yourself to other people so you can finally be proud of what you have accomplished or you can make those you love proud by either being a martyr or by being an achiever. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to beat around the bush and say like, oh, you know, being, you know, sacrificing yourself for other people or, or trying to prove something is bad. That's not what I'm saying. So don't, don't confuse that. What I am saying is that you don't have to prove your value. You know, you're, you're simply valuable because you exist. That's it. That's period point blank. And when, you, when a person starts embracing that wisdom, and I know we're all human, 
and we sometimes forget. When we start embracing that wisdom, power is born, confidence is born, motivation is born, purpose is born, simply because we have this innate belief that we're valuable because we exist. That's it. We're worthy because we exist. And so for those of you out there, you know, who's struggling with that, like, like every other human being, like myself as well, yeah. um, you know, it's crazy. I don't, I don't know if you relate, relate to this stuff. And sometimes the shit that I say is gold, right? But as I'm saying it, I'm like, damn, I really need to be listening to myself right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. so it's, it's everything that I'm saying, guys, I'm, I'm really sure. saying it to myself. It's a dance. Play with it. Be patient with yourself. You know, when I say love yourself, this is, this is another acronym for love if you guys want to use this. Love for me stands for this, L-O-V-E. Listening overcomes virtually everything. Listening overcomes virtually everything. If you can listen to the parts of you that you've silenced, that you shut up, that you've oppressed, that you've shamed, and you give them the space inside of you to be seen and heard so they're not invisible anymore, I can't tell you how much power there is in that spot, in the area of development. There's so much, like so many of us were trying to look for the answer outside when the truth is all, everything, every single thing is inside of you. And you're going to have certain people like me and you and other mentors and and leaders out there who are inspiring other people. You're going to have them to remind you of what you already have inside of you. That's it. Yeah. You know? So listen. Dude, I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) I never heard it that way before. That's that's a good point. Um, Thank you. In terms of loving yourself, I know you've done a lot of work on this for yourself. I know you, you know, on your YouTube channel, you authentically even share addictions and things, but you've, you've yep. expressed to me that you realize it wasn't the addiction, but it was a lack of loving yourself. Mm. Do you want to maybe share a little bit about that? And, and just yes. even like how, you know, what are the things people can do to love themselves more? <laughs> oh, now we're talking. <laughs> now we get into the real shit now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's look at the word addiction for just a moment, right? Look at ADD, attention deficit disorder, right? But also look at the word add. What are you trying to add into your life because you feel empty deep inside? Deep inside, There's a void. Now, here's the difference between addiction and fulfillment. When you're addicted, you're trying to add something to replace an emptiness inside. So you just you constantly add, 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 and nothing ever satisfies you. No matter what it is, you're, you're constantly on the go. You're never content with the life that you have. You're never grateful for it. You're always thinking about what you don't have. And so you're constantly seeking outside of you. Fulfillment is different. Fulfillment, you're, you're filling yourself full of gratitude, of love, of appreciation. Now, this was the missing key for me, especially in, a, in an environment, the environment that I grew up in. You know, I grew up, for those you know, who don't know my story, I was born in Mecca, Saudi Arabia, which is a very religious area, very, very religious in Islam. You know, I came to the United States when I was five. I never knew who my birth mother was at the time. And at that time, my father re- got married to the lady who became my stepmom, who I've never met. So I literally left from Saudi Arabia to United States and by myself on the plane when I was five. And then I met this lady who's supposedly going to be my stepmom. Yeah. And so eat. From the get-go, I felt like I had to be someone who I wasn't in order to fit in and be accepted. And, you know, she was, she was from Iraq. I'm half Thai and I'm half Syrian. You know, so there are parts of me that I didn't, I didn't even know. So my whole life, I grew up trying to please people and trying to prove myself to people because that was my survival instinct. So 
if you grew up in a culture or an environment like this, you got to remember this. You don't have fertile soil. There's, it makes no sense to plant a seed in infertile soil. So you have to have the wherewithal and the awareness to see like, wait, hold on. Am I trying to create or find my purpose or fall in love in infertile soil? Uh-uh, that's not going to make it for me. That's not going to do it for me. I need to pull myself out of it and put it in fertile soil. Once you put it in fertile soil, this is the, this is the process where you can actually grow from the seed in the darkness and grow into the stem, then go into the leaves, and then blossom into the flower. And that takes time. So in this process, there's that shift between addiction to fulfillment. And when you, when you become aware and you see the environment that you're in, and you're like, hold up. Most addictions, they come from that environment. They come from a place of lack. There's no fucking nutrition in there. There's no nutrition. There's no value in there, so they can't absorb it, right? So you need to be aware of that and say, okay, hold on. I need to create a boundary. And for me, that boundary was books. For me, that boundary was mentors. For me, that boundary was moving out of my environment even when I had a full scholarship at Arizona State University and I, I had nothing to pay. I could have graduated debt-free. But I went to a different state in East Bumblefuck in Iowa where they're just corn and cows. No offense to anybody from Iowa. But I had no friends. I had no family. But I, I did it because I was aware that I was in infertile soil. And so for those of you who are shifting, whether you know it's addiction and you're trying to shift to fulfillment, whether you're trying to please people and you're trying to be yourself or prove yourself to others and trying to be yourself, whatever the case is from where you are to where you want to go, the process is a delicate one, but you need to leverage your space. You need to leverage your internal environment. You need to, and that's by mentorship, people who are inspire you, who, who see the best in you, um, your support system. Like one of the things that I'm extremely grateful for are my best friends. Yeah. My be- I, have, I have my best friends and I have my wife. You know, and these are people that I've had since I was 11, no, sorry, for over 11 years, since I was 14 years old. I'm 26 now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I've had them for so long and they've helped me. They, they were the people who pulled me out of that environment to get me to where I am today. So yeah, in short, if you're going from addiction to fulfillment, be aware of what you're trying to add into your life because you feel empty and realize that it all comes down to you not loving yourself. And when you tr- truly do love yourself, you'll start seeing the unfolding from the fertile soil into the stem, into the leaves, and into the blossoming of who you are. It's awesome, man. Wow. Powerful. Um, I want to <laughs> ask you, just because you mentioned it as well, you know, one thing I admire about you also is you do have amazing friendships. And, you know, yeah. you openly share, you know, your, your friends, how you interact with them mm. on your YouTube channel, on your Facebook. You also have an amazing relationship. You've been with your, your now wife for how many years? Uh, it's almost, no, actually a little bit over 11 years. It's been 11 wow. years and almost three months. That's amazing. <clears throat> so any advice that you have for people just on how to cultivate and, and just build those incredible mm. relationships, you know, whether intimate or friendships? Oh, dude. You know, it is crazy. One of the projects that I'm working on, I'm, I'm actually working with my best friends and uh, we're creating, uh, we're writing a book right now uh, and we're giving it away for free because people have watched the documentary of me reuniting with my mom after being separated for two decades along with my best friends and, and my wife, right? And the number one comment that I got on the video, that like, it, just, it just keeps coming up, 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 up. It's not like, oh, wow, you found your mom, congratulations. I mean, that's there. But the number one, you know, 
questions we get is like, oh my God, how do you find friends like these? You know, how do you create friends like this? How do you find, like, how do you get that? I never, I don't have that. And so we decided to write a book called The Brotherhood Manual, uh, a simple guide to real friendships, you know, and it should be released pretty soon. So for those of you who are interested, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll be talking about it in the future. Um, but these guys are like my soul brothers. And one of the things that we do is we're very, all of us, we have two common things or maybe three self-awareness. That's, that's all of us. We're, got, we're very, very different and diverse from, we got an African-American, we got an Israeli, we got two Jordanians, we got a Syrian and a Thai, you know what I'm saying? So it's so diverse from all over the world, but we we're aware of who we are and we love each other and respect each other. Three things, you know, and those are like the, the foundation. Those are the values that are required in order for a relationship to build. And there are, you know, five keys um, to really create great friendships. And I talk more about that in the book, but um, I don't want to like give up too, too much right there. But for those of you who are seeking that, realize this, you cannot find or create a relationship from a place of fear or lack. A lot of people are trying to find relationships because they feel alone or unworthy. Why should anyone accept you if you don't accept yourself? Why should anyone love you if you don't love yourself? It all begins with you at the end of the day, and it ends with you at the end of the day. So I, 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 this might sound egotistical and selfish, but it's not. It's self-centered, meaning that my center is myself. I understand that. And because I'm aware of that, and that's been a fundamental piece of, of my evolution, I'm able to attract and filter out the people who are great for me and the people who might do more harm than good. You get what I'm saying? So, and, and just, just to be clear, there are three types of friends that I'm aware of, just to add some more value here. Everybody can relate to this. Imagine, imagine your emotions and your experiences like the ocean, right? And in this, this, this ocean is influenced by the weather. And so sometimes you might have smooth sailing emotions, like they're calm, you're gentle, you're sweet, you want to surf, whatever the case may be. But sometimes you might have tsunamis, tidal waves, that shit might be crazy, you might have a hurricane, you're like, what the fuck? You need to have the right people in your life to support you when you have those shit storms. Yeah. So there are three types of friends you should know about. Number one, you had the sailors. The sailors are the type of people who will always stay on the boat. They will never venture out in the water. They don't want to get to know you, your feelings, your emotions. But they're the type of people that they're surface level friends. So you might like acquaintances. You meet them at parties, at social gatherings. You're like, hi, my name is Yaya. Cool, my name is Stefan. Oh, okay, nice, nice. And then move on. They want nothing to know about you. These are the people you got to watch out because if you get too close to them and they're not vulnerable and transparent with you, they will use you to their advantage. They'll abuse you to your advantage. And this is where most people find themselves. Also, you got types of friends number two. You got the snorkelers. Now, the snorkelers, they are the people who, they're good friends. These are what most people consider as good friends. They want to know more about you. They'll go into the water and get to know your emotions and your feelings and all that good stuff. But here's the problem. Although they're, they're good intentioned, if you share something really, really deep and personal, they want to listen to you. And they try to go deep, deep, deep into the depth of your pain and what you're going through but they don't have the emotional equipment and capacity to get there. Right. They'll, either down, they'll, they, they'll either drown because of the pressure yeah. or they'll just try to go up as fast as possible yeah. and try to get some air. Yeah. So when you have these type of people, you need to shift. And this is, this is a lonely place because a lot of people, this is like shifting from middle school to high school, then 
high school to college. And it's like you have like this, this circumference of friends and all of a sudden it boils down to like maybe one person if you're lucky. Yeah. You know, if you have what I'm about to share with you, the third type of friend, you're one of the, the luckiest people in the world. And anybody could get that. It just requires work with it within yourself first. These three, this third type are the deep sea divers. The deep sea divers are the people who have done the work on themselves so much so that they can go to the depth, to the darkness of your ocean. However deep it is, no matter what pressure it is, they can withstand it because they have done the emotional work on themselves, so they have the capacity to do it. This is where iron sharpens iron. The pressure creates diamonds. Yeah. You know, this is the process where it's like, boom. And here's the thing about them. The difference between snorkels and, and, and deep sea divers, snorkelers, they'll tell you what you want to hear. Deep sea divers, they yeah. tell you what you need to hear. So they'll challenge you and it's uncomfortable. But these are the people in your inner circle that if you have them, and I have to say I'm very grateful that I have more than one. I have, I have five, you know, including my wife. Yeah. You know, these are the people who can support you when you're in the game, you know, in this point, you're in the sidelines. These are the people who you would risk your life for. And so if you guys are interested in that, I know I, I'm just sharing so much shit here. But if you're interested in that, subscribe to my channel. Uh, the book yeah. will be out and you guys can have it for free soon. Dude, I love that. That's awesome. I never, never looked at it that way. And, you know, it's, just, it's the same thing in a relationship too, an intimate relationship. And once you get to that point yourself and you're authentic and you're vulnerable and, you know, the way that you are, it allows you to connect with those people and build that depth of that relationship. So absolutely. I couldn't absolutely. agree more. Um, so we're going to finish off soon. But, you know, what, what message do you have that you want to leave people with? You know, what would you say is something that, you feel is this like a really important message for other people to hear? <laughs> Dude. You've already you like to, so much already, but I you just like to put me on the spot. I yeah. like this. That was good. <laughs> um, okay. There will come a point in your life when um, someone or something, some event might hurt you so bad that all you want to do is just like give up and quit. You know, maybe for you, it's not a person like me of me reuniting with my birth mom or what have you. Maybe it's a passion, a dream, or a goal that you want to achieve. Whatever the case may be for you, you always have to remember that anything is possible as long as you have the right mindset, the right vision, the right intention, the right heart, and the right people by your side. Anything is possible. For those of you who are listening, you might be like, well, yeah, that's great. Easier said than done. But how does that apply to my life? You know, listen. I think if the, the, if you think about it this way, I know this is not short, but I'm just going to just share it just because I want to share it. Growing up, there, there are four levels of, there are four types of communication. Growing up, we're taught three very well. Reading, writing, and speaking. No one has taught us the fourth very well, listening. I feel like if more people listen, and this is, this is the area that I struggle with the most. I'm still struggling, guys. Like, but it's, it's our imperfections that make us human and our humanity that makes us influential. But once you start embracing the, the ability to listen to yourself and listen to the subtleties of your heart, the better you become as a listener, the deeper and more authentic your love becomes. You remember love, L-O-V-E, listening overcomes virtually everything. And the deeper you, you fall in love with who you are, with the people around you and what you love to do, that's when everything is birthed. The thing, the very thing that you're looking for, that you're seeking, I, I can't tell you this enough. It's all inside of you. It's everything's inside of you. And so I guess that would be my message for you. Like, although you might be inspired by whoever it may be that's in your life, 
the reason why you feel inspired, the reason why you admire these people is because there's a part of you, it's like tuning fork. You, you resonate. And that means that whatever you see in them, it's there inside of you. And these people will do whatever they can if they're not too narcissistic. They'll do whatever they can to remind you of your power, to remind you of your worth. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, remember that. The answer is inside of you. You just need to be patient. Listen, love, and live your best life. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks, man, dude. This, this has been awesome. I really enjoyed talking to you. I think this will help a lot of people. Um, we mentioned your YouTube channel. Uh, I know you also do coaching as well. Yes. But do you just want to maybe I'll, – I'll, I'll link to all this stuff below, but do you want to maybe share with people how they can – get to know you more, find out about, uh, more about what you have to offer? Yeah, sure. Um, well, guys, you know, one of the things that I want to do is, is add as much content to you guys as possible for free. So I'm, I'm doing weekly videos, um, and I, I really enjoy them. I just, I just love them. The, the, my audience are the people who, like, give me the space to be expressed and be seen. Yeah. And so as much as I'm adding value to you guys, you're really adding value to me. Um, I have a goal. I had a goal last year. I started my YouTube channel and posting videos last year consistently on November 7th, which ironically enough was the exact day that I went to Tony Robbins UPW um, event. So um, I had a goal to reach 10,000 subscribers by the end of the year. And so far I have like about 9,000 subscribers, which I'm, I'm so grateful for. One of my goals is to hit 10,000. So if you guys want to subscribe to my channel, it's youtube.com forward slash Yaya Bakar. The link should be down below. Um, also, I would love everything that I'm talking about, about finding my mom and, and my best friends and everything. I want you guys to experience it because talk is great, but when you guys get to witness it, it's, it's a different experience. So I have a full-length documentary um, for free. You guys can watch it for free. It's called thesecretofdestiny.com. If you go to my YouTube channel, you'll find the link there. And um, I'm also creating a, uh, a new program that's coming out. It's called the Live Your Best Life Online Crash Course. And it's for people who really want to get their lives together and who are struggling and there are going to be four areas that we're really going to be targeting, you know, self-help, spirituality, um, relationship, family advice. We got health and fitness advice, and we're going to have money and financial advice. So I really, you know, I'm here committed to your evolution, to your expansion, to you, to you living your best life, basically. So I'm looking forward to welcoming you to my family, my community, and it'll be an honor to have you guys. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, Again, guys, all the links will be below. Highly recommend you subscribe to uh, Yaya's channel. A lot of gold. If you guys like my channel, what I have to say, then you're going to love Yaya. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Thank you again, Yaya. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah. Dude, you're the man. appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.